You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life. been sharing with you all morning about our upcoming guest, Shannon Martin. She has written basically the field guide on how we live as neighbors together. You know, following the uh, the pandemic years of COVID, that caused a lot of separation. We were told to isolate, stay indoors, don't look at our neighbor, don't breathe on them, lest they believe, you know breathe on us. We trained our kids up to live a life of academic online and get used to that, and that has caused another epidemic, which is loneliness and feelings of isolation and disconnection from others. And Shannon recognized this, and she has written a great book called Start With Hello and Other Simple Ways to Live as Neighbors. Good morning to you, Shannon. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. Very, very excited to have you on. I understand you are in the northeast corners of Indiana. Is that not right? I'm way up north by the Michigan line, kind of in the middle, but way up north. Way up north. So you got some of that <laughs> snow already up there last week, didn't we you? We did. Yes, oh, we my. sure did. It was beautiful, but it was just too soon. Too soon. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> well, we are glad that you're able to uh, to join us today to talk about how we can engage with others. You know, this is definitely a timely work that you've created here, but you know, I imagine that part of what stirred in you causing you to write this was the feeling of isolation and loneliness that you recognized in yourself, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's that's something we're all kind of feeling in different ways, maybe even if we haven't, you know, completely admitted that to ourselves. But we are we're all a little lonely. We're all struggling with this disconnection that we're feeling everywhere and just the division it just feels like a lot right now. And, and I know I learned through my neighbors that the answer is to always really draw near to each other. Well, that is definitely the solution is to be in in relationship with others. We were created for relationship, first with our Heavenly Father and then with others. But you raise a really important point in this, and you refer to it as a practice of waking up. What exactly, how does that look? What does that look like in our life when we begin this? Sure. When, when my family moved into this neighborhood, and it's been about 10 years at this point, But, you know, we were in a brand new place. We didn't know anyone. My kids were small. It was a very different neighborhood than where we had previously lived. And I just knew that it was going to be important for me to really start, you know, using my senses, waking up to this actual world that I'm in, into this specific place where God planted me. I knew I needed to find it beautiful. And so I just started taking walks every day. I started really searching for that beauty. And as I found it, it's amazing how, you know, we find our place beautiful. And before we know it, we find the people around us beautiful. We start to love them. And most amazingly of all, they start to love us back. Well, in the, in the book, you talk about obstacles that prevent us from connecting with those beautiful, our beautiful neighbors. Uh, can you share a couple of common obstacles that most people have and how we can overcome those? Sure. You know, I think we're all feeling the crush of just life feels full. We're trying to kind of regain our bearings. You know, as you mentioned, we're coming, we're sliding, inching out of this pandemic, but we're feeling a little rusty. And so there's just time constraints. Um, I would say the biggest barrier is just that we all 
feel a little awkward. (laughs) And we're all pretty afraid of that feeling. You know, we just have this sense that it's going to be awkward to talk to somebody new, or maybe we feel like we should already know our neighbors and it's awkward that we don't. You know, how do we start that conversation now? I wish I could have written a chapter on how not to feel or be awkward. Um, But unfortunately, I don't have those answers. I think we just need to accept it and know that we can we can move through, we can survive a little bit of awkwardness if at the end we find ourselves less disconnected. Yeah. And that is something that we've we've got to figure out. You know, how do we move through that? Uh, not everybody feels comfortable in approaching anybody. You know, some of us attend yeah. large churches because we go there and we can be anonymous, right? Some people right. thrive in the small church because they want to be part of the you know other people's lives. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, you are raising something in the book that we see through the media that makes us very uncomfortable. And you pin sort of this this whole idea around racism that you've seen experienced witnessed and and the the answer to this right we we in the midst of this pandemic now we have this entire movement based on race and inclusion and so we saw how that was impacting all different people from different walks of life from different ethnicities and you kind of said you know this was very discouraging or it causes us to be stuck because we can't have mm-hmm. hard discussions. So how do we engage in those things? Tell us a little bit around that and how we can move beyond that feeling stuck and discouragement that we see in the world around us. Yeah, sure. I'd love to. You know, first of all, I would say my family happened to land in a neighborhood that is very diverse in every sense of the word. And, and I'd also like to mention that I am a white mom of four non-white kids. And so this topic is personal for me, um, less personal than it is for my children, of course, but it's, you know, I have a little bit of proximity with that. And I've, as my kids get older, I start to see the world through their eyes and through their lived experience. I, I do think we have to move through the, the place of feeling stuck for the sake of each other. You know, I think of the, the verse in Jeremiah 29, where it says, work for the peace and prosperity of the city where I sent you, pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare. So as long as there are some of us, some of our neighbors, some of our family, our friends, our community, who are feeling the the impact of racism, it is up to us as believers to draw near to that in mercy. You know, that's the story that we get from the Good Samaritan. A neighbor is one who draws near in mercy. I think the best way to begin to move through that, that stuck feeling is to simply start listening, to, to say fewer words and to listen more and to listen better. For me, that has been huge. We are having a very, very important discussion with the author of Start With Hello and Other Simple Ways to Live as Neighbors. Shannon Martin has joined us this morning, and we we're talking about re-engaging, re-emerging after the pandemic and kind of getting back into conversation with people and our neighbors. You mentioned in the book that we need to be nudged into awkward places, and I'll, be, I'll readily admit that I thoroughly enjoyed not having to interact with people as i'm sure (laughs) many other introverts have right but that has made it even harder now even harder than it was for me to interact with people so what are some of the social situations that we need to be nudged into into these awkward places 
You know, I, first of all, I want to say I appreciate where you're coming from, and I am with you. I write this, this book from the perspective of a deep introvert, and I was one of those people that early on I thought, oh, this, is, this is, it has its perks, you know, being able to just be at home, reading my books, um, I feel you. I think nudging ourselves towards discomfort and towards that awkwardness, I just think that's kind of the, the friction that community requires. It's like some of us have to work a little bit harder. I'm one of those people. I have to push past my initial impulse, which is typically to not answer the door, to not leave my house unless I really need to. But I have learned over time that as I push through that, that initial impulse, what waits on the other side is that connection. And we can feel free to just be ourselves. We can feel free to honor each other, you know, honor those of us who are more introverted, more extroverted. But as we, as we just kind of enter into the world and say, here I am, here you are, it matters that we are both in the same place at the same time. I think really beautiful things can grow there. Well, you know, this is such an important thing, and when we talk about that, you know, the, there's a lot of people who th- find themselves as being introverted, right? They are very mm-hmm. comfortable uh, in that isolated place, but as Eric said, you know, it does cause things to be even more difficult, right? So what about yeah. sensitivities now? Uh, mm-hmm. Because there's, you, you discuss this in the book that uh, you you say it as it's time to reclaim you know, too sensitive, quote, uh, yeah. as our honor badge for everyday citizenship. You know, where are these areas that we see that we're hypersensitive or we're not mm-hmm. sensitive enough to the views of other people? Mm-hmm. You know, I framed this, this section of the book around my community and the school in my community. This was years ago, but they, they went through the process of, of rebranding their school mascot And, you know, it was a conversation where at the time I was new to this community, there was a lot I didn't know, but something I heard a lot, and I I hear it in a lot of different areas of life right now is, oh, everybody's just being too sensitive. Um, And the more I thought about that, you know, I just don't know, I don't know that, that that's the posture in the heart of Christ that we want to approach this world around us in, even if we disagree especially if we have differences, I think, I think sensitivity and just, just saying, okay, I might not fully understand this or I might not see this the same way, but I can honor and love my neighbor by choosing to be sensitive on their behalf. So when we hear that, that something we might have said or done is hurtful to somebody, we can, we can check ourselves and just say, okay, from this point forward, I'm going to do what I can to honor you. I don't think that's being too sensitive. I think, you know, it's just an honor to be able to choose to be sensitive on, on for the sake of each other. Yeah, that is important. Well, as we kind of wrap things up, Shannon, what is it that you would hope someone just takes away from this book? When they reach the very end of it and they walk mm-hmm. away, what would you hope has been the affected change in their life? Yeah, you know, like you mentioned, we were created to know each other and to need each other. We were built this way. We need to find our way back to each other. And I hope that at the end of Start With Hello, the reader would would find just a little bit of courage, just that little nudge to think, okay, when it comes to making these connections, somebody has to go first, and why not me? And then to just take one little tiny step towards each other. It doesn't have to be, you know, we tackle everything I wrote about in the book. It's full of practical ideas, but just choose one and see where that takes you. 
All right. Well, you know, Shannon, you are the very first author that I've ever encountered who is giving away a free pickle recipe. Um, <laughs> I need to know what is so special about the pickle recipe. You know, you just got to experience them for yourselves. But what I will say is they are, you don't have to cook them. So they're, they're super easy to make. And I'm telling you what, it's the most famous thing I've ever done. Everybody loves them. You can find them on my website, shannonmartin.com. You've got to try them. Well, we are going to link to your uh, to your website over on our <laughs> Facebook page at Mornings with Kelly and Steve. And as people go around, you can find it under the resources. There's a help there for 10 simple ways to connect with others. But also, I bet you, if you make the pickles, <laughs> bring them around. If they're as good as yes. she says then problem solved. Unity is going to be made in your neighborhood right there through pickles. There you go. <laughs> I love it. So so the follow-up book we'll expect next year, uh, start with pickles. How about that? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Shannon, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We greatly appreciate it. If you want to find out more details, you can follow her on Instagram under Shannon Writes. Also, you can find her on the web, her page there at shannonmartin.com. You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life.